Good morning, my friend. Monday morning, it is October 3rd. I hope you had a great weekend. We are going to cover just one little concept today. i got one little idea for you. It's Mind Change Monday, and there's something I really want to get in your head so you can look at it all week long and keep it in your heart and just and just start thinking about this idea. I don't know if you can make a big change in your life around it in one day, but I want you to start thinking about it. And here's the idea. How high is your floor? How low is your floor? What does that mean? Therapists who work in addiction, they have something called high bottom or low bottom. And I want, I want you to think about it in terms of the floor on getting to the, to the rock bottom of a particular issue in your life. The therapists use this term high bottom, low bottom. And the idea came, the idea for this episode came when I read uh, my friend Daniel Amon's book, Your Brain is Always Listening. And I'm sorry, I'm really congested. I told you yesterday that there's a lot of new pollen in the air from cutting that field next to our house. I'm really stuffy this morning. So forgive my voice sounding a little cranky, a little croaky rather. But I want you to think about one thing today, and it's this idea of how high or how low is your floor. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to cover a, just a couple of scriptures, a couple of ideas from psychology and some good writers, and have a little music at the end from C.C. Winans, a wonderful song called I've Got Joy that I want to have in your heart today. And we're just going to do all that because you can't change your life until you change your mind. And Lisa is going to tell us how to start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Okay, so here's the idea. When, when therapists talk to people who struggle with addictions, they often use this concept of high bottom, meaning you learn something quickly. You don't have to experience it a million times if it's bad for you to finally get it and move on from it. Or you have a low bottom where you basically have to lose everything before you finally get help. My friend Daniel Amen tells a story in his book, Your Brain is Always Listening, about how the one time when he was 16 years old, he got drunk on a six-pack of Michelob and a half bottle of champagne, which sounds disgusting, frankly. But he was sick for three days, and it just cured him of the desire to have any alcohol in his life. He's hardly ever touched it since then. Now, of course, he's a world-famous brain health researcher and he understands how bad alcohol really is for your brain, and we're going to talk about that sometime soon. But but, but over the course of his lifetime, even long before he became a, a brain health expert, he just didn't like how that experience with alcohol made him feel, and so he just hasn't ever been really drawn to it. So he, he had what you would call a high bottom. He learned pretty quickly that a particular thing wasn't good for him or didn't make him feel good or didn't add value to his life, and he just didn't get wrapped up in it, right? That's a high bottom, high floor. 
another person, though, and you, you know somebody like this, but I've got a friend who has struggled with addiction of different substances for essentially all of their life. They've, they've always struggled with it, and it's been an issue. He's been in and out of rehab, and he's had some issues with the law, and, and now, more recently, has lost the license to to pursue his occupation and may be potentially facing some criminal charges because of his inability to stay away from this particular substance and lifestyle of addiction. And so this person has a low bottom. They've, they've basically had to lose everything more than once, and now finally, hopefully, they're going to get straightened out. But it's it's going to be painful. It's going to hurt because they they're at the bottom. They're they're at the bottom of a very low floor of this problem before they're finally going to take the necessary steps to get it under control. And that may even include having to spend some time in jail or dealing with criminal charges. We have another friend who lost his entire business and his family's business after being clean for nine years because he went to New York City and was unsupervised for just a short period of time and ran into the wrong crowd and and fell off the wagon and got back into uh, drug use and ended up losing everything, including wife and son and family business and fortune and everything. And and now is, is last time I heard, living in a trailer in the the country way outside of town and, and really in poverty, essentially, because has chosen to pursue this lifestyle because he has a very, very low floor. He has to lose everything. And even as we currently know him, isn't at the bottom yet. He's still pursuing that lifestyle. I've got patients who, um, faced with the choice of having to quit smoking or have surgery, I've literally had a patient look me in the eye and said, well, I just won't have surgery then. I can't quit. I'm not going to quit smoking. So they would rather live in pain from their problem in their spine than they would give up smoking cigarettes because they feel like smoking cigarettes does something for them that they're not willing to give up yet. And that's a low bottom if you're, if you're willing to let your nervous system falter and your nerve fail and your arm get weak because you'd rather not stop smoking. That's a pretty low bottom, right? So the, the question for today, the only reason I'm bringing this up, is I want you to look at some different places in your life where you have, I'm not talking about addiction necessarily, but yesterday we talked about anxiety as a lifestyle. We talked about this this idea that you can live in a constant state of fear or panic or anxiety or being depre- or feeling depression type symptoms or ADHD or whatever it is that you struggle with. It could be a relationship issue. It could be an addiction. It could be pornography. It could be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be television. It could be eating improper foods that don't add value to your life. It could be not being physically active enough. It could be chronic financial stress. Whatever it is for you, there's something in your life or maybe there's something in your life that you need to deal with and you need to ask yourself, how low do I need to let this thing take me before I finally get it under control? And and looking at things through the lens of ch- trying to reset the floor on our willing willingness to tolerate certain things being present in our life, we're calling the shots in our life for us. We should be willing to readjust how deep those floors have to be in our own lives. Does that make sense to you? It's a little little concept. And there's a verse in Job, and, and Job's been questioning God, and, and the Lord's been very patient with him. And finally, in Job 38, God says, okay, it's my turn to talk. God, God says, then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm, and he said, 
brace yourself like a man. Another version says, gird up your loins like a man, and I will question you, and you will answer me. So God's now asking the questions. That would get my attention, right? If God said to you, hey, brace yourself, buddy. I'm getting ready to ask you some questions. And the question, one of the questions he asks him is about the ocean. And he says, are you the one that sets the, the boundaries of the ocean, basically? Are you the one that tells the ocean, here's your boundary. You can go this far and no farther. This is how far you can go. This far and no farther. It's actually Job 38, verse 11. God says, this far you may come and no farther. This is where your proud waves hold. And I'm telling you that because I want you to have that attitude about anything in your life that is dragging you down, holding you back, threatening your physical health, threatening your family or your relationships or your financial security or whatever it might be. I want you to choose a day and a time and say, this far and no farther. If you didn't listen to yesterday's episode about rejecting anxiety as a lifestyle, go back and listen to that one. Because some of us are just constantly in a state of turmoil and stress, and you don't have to be. You don't have to live that way, friend. You can say, hey, thing, this thing, this is how far you can go. Today I'm resetting the floor. I'm not going down anymore. I'm not going down that deep anymore. And you need to be in charge of it. Here's here's something that's true. Carolyn Leaf one of my favorite neuroscience writers, she said this, one thing is certain, if you don't shape your life, it will be shaped for you. And to shape your life, you need to know how to shape your mind. Cleaning up your mental mess is the book Carolyn Leaf wrote. If you don't shape your life, it will be shaped for you. Stephen Covey wrote that too in Seven Habits of Successful People. He said, if you don't make a conscious effort to visualize who you are and what you want in life, then you empower other people and circumstances, including addictions, to shape you and your life by default. Friend, Carolyn Leaf is right. One thing is certain. If you don't shape your life, it will be shaped for you. And some of us are shaped like a big ball of anxiety. Some of us are shaped like the addictions and substances that we're giving into every day. Some of us are shaped by abusive relationships. And we need to say, like God did to Job, this far and no farther. This is where it ends. This is the day it stops. This is the day that I'm resetting the floor. I'm not going to live like that anymore. It's just time, friend. If you're the one, if you can feel it when I'm saying it to you, it's time to replace that constant stress or that constant giving in to the thing that's hurting you. It's time to say no farther. C.C. Winans has a song called I've Got Joy. And if you have Christ, you have joy and you have the option of not living in stress and fear and pain and anxiety and hunger and thirst anymore. You don't have to because you've got joy. And you can say this far and no farther. Friend, it's Mind Change Monday. This is a critical thing to change your mind about. Set that floor higher and stop having to fall all the way down before you finally get your feet under you again. This far and no farther. And the good news is you can start today.
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.